Hey, you are listening to podcast number 13 of the Double E Podcast starring Ed. And Eddie. <laughs> he forgot his name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Hey, uh, we got a special guest. We're going to start because he only got about 10, 15 minutes to hang out with us. Eddie, why don't you tell us a little bit about this guy? Okay, this young man played for Holland Park High School. All state, all city, all league, had a successful year. Now he moved on to go to a Division One. His name is Jamal McMurray. How you doing, Jamal? Doing pretty good. How y'all doing? All right, my man. All right. You know, we started off the podcast. We got a few athletes, and then we went into the blues, and then we went into rapping. Now it's good to be back as far as, you know, me being a basketball coach. It's good to be back to the sports <laughs> scene. So now, where are you playing ball at right now? Right now, I'm at the University of South Florida. Cool. Uh, and what position do you play? I play the point. Okay. And this will be your first year there? Yeah, my first year. Oh, cool. So, man, what's the biggest transition? What's the biggest thing you had to learn from college, high school to college? Uh, the physicality, actually. Oh, okay. Cool. Now, um... You're not going to be red-shirted, are you? No, sir. Oh, well, that's great news. You know, very seldom do we get high school athletes, and we're trying to do this more, me being a high school coach, getting our kids recognized as they do in other states to go straight from high school to a Division One. You know just as well as I know, most of our athletes go to JUCO. Uh, you being mm-hmm. very few of the ones that went to straight to Division One, Tell me about that league that you're getting ready to play in. Uh, well, this league is, is going to be a very tough league. We're in the American. you got teams like Memphis, SMU. Uh, you got Cincinnati, Tulsa. You have people like Ryan Boatwright playing this league, uh, Shabazz Napier, and uh, probably NBA. Well, Shabazz Napier in the NBA, and then Boatwright in the NBA, potential guy. So it's going to be a challenge. Oh, wow. So, um, being in the American League, is that what it's called, the American League? Yeah, the American Athletic Conference. Okay, American Athletic Conference. All right. Uh, Now, was that your first choice of schools, uh, University of South Florida? Or what what was it about? Oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Go ahead. ahead. I was going to say, what was it about the University of South Florida that attracted you? Um. Okay. Well, first, you no. Know, South Florida wasn't my wasn't one of my first choices. Actually, uh, like my very first school was um, the University of. Okay, what school is that? Well, I had I had San Houston State University. <laughs> oh yeah, the University of Southern Illinois. Uh, I started to pick up a few looks from like TCU, other schools like uh, UTEP. But uh, what what brought me out here was just the love and how you know they brought me in. They brought me in as, as a family. That's how I felt when I came out here. So, And then uh, they got, on the staff, you got Ross Strickland as our, as our guard and Shook as our guard coach. Like, he played in the league for 19 years, so I'm going to be learning a lot. And that's why I want to play in the NBA someday, so it wouldn't be no better decision than to come here. Especially with him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially with him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, with somebody who's been there, done that, and then for them to see it in that the potential in you – that that's saying a lot, man. That is saying a whole lot. And it's a stepping stone for some, for a lot of our athletes to to look at you, especially after this first year, and see, hey, you know what? You know, I I can do this. I can do this. This man works hard. He's got where he, he wanted to be, and and you know, and I can do this. And see, and I'm gonna go back to, you know, you you picked on us, you know, at Topeka High, and it was a rivalry, but you made it look like it wasn't even a rivalry, man. There was several times. Name some of the average points you got against us. You said name some of the what? The points you got against us. Uh, I had my sophomore year, I had 17 at the varsity level and 14 uh, in the two games. My junior year, actually, I played terrible against you guys. I had uh, only, like, Four and eight, and then my senior year I bounced back with thirty-two at your guys' <laughs> place, and then twenty-two at our place. Yes, yes. <laughs> and you know it was always fun watching you. I watched you and the young man from Lawrence High School go at it, and um, 
Of course, I thought you were the best player on the floor, but it was just good seeing to be in Kansas to see two guards go at each other at that type of level. And uh, just tell me a little bit about that because, you know, we were really surprised that they did not stop you from getting the ball with several seconds left. And I think it kind of caught you off guard because that's a shot I've seen you make with your eyes closed, and it went in and out. Yeah, man, that, that game that game was a game. Playing against uh, Anthony Bonner, he's a Division One prospect going to uh, Colorado State. He's a real good player. And, uh, shoot, that that was a – I don't even know how I missed that, to be honest. You're kind of <laughs> right. Didn't expect, didn't expect to be as open as I was when I caught it. Yes. It went in and out. I was hitting the whole game. The, Couldn't really believe that that wasn't in and out. But. Yeah, the whole game. You you are correct. The matter of fact, the whole tournament, <laughs> you were hit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, man, so now, it, it, it's, you know, it's, it's going to be different, the traveling. I mean, the, 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 the getting on the, 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 the buses, you know, maybe some flights. I mean, you're at a diff, different atmosphere. You're in Florida, man. I mean, this has got to be a dream come true, man. You know, when I see your oh, mom it, every once in a while. It's definitely a dream come true. When I see your mom every once in a while and I see your dad, man, I mean, them are just two proud parents, man. I mean, how do you feel right now? When you before or not right now, but like nights before you go to bed, man, just like man, I, you know, I'm in, my foot's in. Well, I've always had two goals in my life, which was to play D1, and then the second goal is to is to play professionally. And to actually reach reach a goal and reach a dream of yours is is really is really a blessed moment when you really start to really realize how blessed you are, and that God, without God, there's nothing. So. I mean, and I really want to thank my parents because without them, they pushed me to the level that I am right now. Without them, I definitely wouldn't be here. Uh, my uncle Andre, uh, my uncle Jamar, which is my mom's brother, without those people in my life, uh, I, I really would not be here at all. So I really want to credit them. And I'm going to most definitely tell them about our Double E podcast so they can uh, turn it on and listen to this, man. Because, I mean, this is this is big, man. And you got... You got a lot of people, man, that are successful around here, like you said, that are, are, are following the footsteps, man. I remember you guys, you know, you, you, you went down to Kansas City at the Sprint Center and you played a Missouri team, I'm correct, and you showed them the Kansas that we do have ball players here. Am I correct? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And who was that we beat? Uh, we beat uh, Grandview High School, and uh, the kid that I matched up with, Tyrone Taylor, is a real good friend of mine. We've been playing AAU with each other since off and on since seventh grade. Uh, he's at the University of Wichita State right now, so uh, hope that he does well. Wow, that's something, man. Who do you model your game after? I model my game after Stephen Curry. But my actual favorite player is Dwayne Wade, but I don't play nothing like D. Wade. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did get a dunk down at the Sprint Center, didn't you? Yeah, I did get a dunk. That was actually my first dunk in high school period. <laughs> the game, which was crazy, the game right before that, I missed two dunks at Speaker West and then bounced back and had that dunk in the sprint center, so I wasn't really mad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, okay, so as far as the transition to the college level, you know, besides it being more physical, at what point, because I, I'm assuming that you've practiced with the team, as mm-hmm. a, at what point did you realize, dude, I can play this game at this level uh actually when i came in uh me and one of my uh coaches here named Jer- uh, coach we call him coach g and uh, we were just talking i was just telling him like i'm coming at everybody and he was just like yeah we'll see that's what they all say when they come in so when he kind of said that i kind of feel like okay and i really got something to prove so i can't come in here playing around so i just came in here with that killer mentality and i've actually been doing my thing i've been playing real good uh, I've been playing real strong in the defensive end, and I've still been scoring how I've been scoring my whole life. So I'm really blessed to really be able to still play the exact same game that I've been playing since high school, since going to prep school. It really hasn't changed. They haven't really, like, stopped me from scoring like I have been scoring in the past. So I'm just blessed to see that my game is really progressing each uh, each year that I take. And then for the, the people coming up, uh, if they're able to get into an AAU uh, program where they can travel, do you recommend that over just like playing locally? 
because, I mean, I'm thinking AAU would be better for you. So when you go off to college, you don't experience the uh, homesickness, you know, and you're used to playing on the road and in hostile environments. Would that be correct? Yes, sir. I, I recommend you play AAU ball, especially at the highest level, because you don't see people, you're going to play against people in AAU that are freaks of nature that you just <laughs> never even ran across before. So that, that'll get you for That'll get you ready for the next level also, playing against kids across across the world. Like, I'm from Topeka, Kansas, playing against people from Chicago. Like, I remember my junior year summer, we played against Darren Williams Elite, which uh, had the Neil Twins, them as the, uh, the top guards and ESPN ranked and all that, and we actually held our own, so it made us feel like we could play with anybody. Definitely, man. That's, and, and now, how often do you practice, or when you were in Topeka? How often did you, you know, just just work on your game? How often? I was in the gym pretty much every day. And, you know, you'll get, you'll get lazy here and there and, and not want to go and miss a few days. But I pretty much work on my craft 100% hard all the time. See, that's, that's real nice to hear. For all our listeners, all the young listeners out there, no matter, you know, what you're doing in life, I mean, if you don't put the time in, you're not going to see the results. Yeah, definitely. But what about the? Yeah, you how, definitely got to put the time in. Yeah. Now, how does how does the 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 Coliseum look? The the campus is it a pretty nice nice facilities? Man, the campus is wonderful. The facilities is something that I've never seen before, and really, still, I'm still blessed to say that I, that I've made it, and I'm just really really happy and ready to get the season going. But since the campus, this campus holds about fifty thousand students. Not not everybody's here yet. It's pretty low right now. And probably probably until uh, end of next month when more people get on campus. But you see palm trees everywhere you go. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, well, campus is really big. Like it takes about about fifteen minute fifteen minute walk from my dorm to the gym, and I do that walk pretty much every day just to see everything. You walk around here, you won't even really be mad that you're walking because you see all the beautiful trees and just the beautiful atmosphere. Animals walking around. It was pretty nice. Is that right now now have you uh now you saying down there i know that they is the gym available at all times yeah gym's available all time because once you get your uh, student id card all you gotta do is swipe and then you can get in whenever you want to good deal good deal now i'm with with ed and he doesn't get to go to many high school games no so we're, 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 he's getting ready to see some uh highlights of you and you know and, and i told him you know he's, he's going to be very interested in your style and your game now what i want to ask you is about like you said at the college level you're going to be a d1 player like next week and the week after we're going to start you know getting some of our city athletes that are getting ready to go to juco's or maybe have another year in high school and you know it's just i mean is it is it just when you wake up is it time to get to the gym or I mean, what is it? Is it just basketball, loving basketball? I mean, me, uh, I love the game a lot. And, and like, I really want to get my family out of particular, to be honest. So the days that I do want to feel like I don't want to do anything, the days that I feel like I want to slack or not go hard, I just you got to think back to what you're doing it for. And yes, I'm also doing it for myself because I love the game. But I'm I'm also doing it for my family and all all my friends that I call my brothers back home. I got like I feel like I got a lot of people counting on me. And I mean, this is what I love to do. So if you're doing something that you love to do, then you, can't, you shouldn't complain at all. Okay, dude, I was kind of stuttering, man. They just showed a highlight of you, uh, dude. That was you hit a three. And I'm going to call it from Stephen Curry range, okay? <laughs> dude, that was uh, dude, it was almost a half court, it looked like. Uh, now, they list you at 5'11", okay? I mean, you're still young. Uh, I mean, there's still probably another growing spurt or two. Uh, they got you at 5'11", 160. Have you been in the weight room at all, or is that pretty yeah, accurate? Yeah, we, we in the weight room five times a week. Monday through Friday, we won't miss a day. Wow. See. And then it says here, uh, shooting guard, uh, star ratings. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, 
I'm very impressed. I'm I'm watching the video now. Uh, killer crossover. Okay. Yeah. You just took it to the top of the key and hit. Uh, anybody that wants to to watch a video of dang dude, this is a 13 minute video of your highlights. So you must have put on a. You, you must have put on a hell of a season. 13 minute video. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anybody that wants to check out a video, you can just catch him at uh, Jamal McMurray. It's J A H M A L. Okay. Uh, put in the right Jamal because if you don't, you're going to get some guy that. Uh, plays up in Toronto or something like that. I don't know who this other dude is. He ain't on our podcast, so we don't care. Okay. <laughs> and Jamal, we uh, also, man, we get, we get quite a quite a few listeners, and we got quite a few people following us, man. So you will be getting, you know, some, some most definitely likes, man, because uh, like I said, man, they always keep up with that, and they always want to know, you know, where we're going or who we're interviewing and stuff. And I know it's about time for you to get out there and get to where you have to go. Uh, appreciate you letting us have some of your time, man. And like I said, man, when the season's halfway over and through, man, well, you might be hearing back from us again. But you will be seeing me up in Florida, man. Uh, notice I've been yes, around sir. a couple of Topeka High Holler Park games, man. You 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 had your own fan club, man. You had like ten family members, ten family members' friends, man, and. You know, like I said, even being on the other side, man, I caught myself saying, "Ooh," you know, as a coach. But you, you know, you 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 put you put Topeka on the map, man, and uh, keep doing what you're doing, man. Yes, sir, no doubt. I appreciate you guys uh, letting me get on this interview with y'all. Hey, man, anytime, dude, anytime, man. Will you? Hey, uh, any shout outs before you uh, take off, or any place where people can find you at? Uh, they can find me on Twitter at Buckets113, uh, Instagram at J underscore does underscore it. Uh, I, I want to shout out all my all my young guys at Hollow Park next year. Little Manny and them, uh, Malik, Deshaun, all of them. All y'all just keep y'all heads up and stay strong mentally, and y'all can do it. Right. It's all about staying mentally tough. That's all it's about. Right. Uh, shout out to my little cousin Dante out of Shiny Heights. Right. He's going to do his thing this year. Cool. And don't forget Ernest, man. Don't forget to shout out to Ernest. Oh yeah. <laughs> shout, out, shout out my, oh yeah, shout out my older guys, man. Ernest, shout out my boy Sean, Quincy, Saran, AJ, Amir, JB. Uh, a lot of people that I'm doing it for. Yes. Well, right on, man. Hey, man. Good luck, man. And like I said, you'll be hearing from us, man. Keep doing it, man. Yes, sir. Thank you. All righty. All right. Thank you, man. That was Jamal McMurray. All right, uh, University of South Florida shooting guard. I believe that's the position that he's uh, going to be playing. Oh, man. He was hitting it from deep, wasn't he? Very, man. This here is Bleed the Victim, uh, heavy metal band uh, that we will have on the program next week. It's four members. Uh, we may actually do it from a different location. I never had a heavy metal band, and I don't want them coming in wrecking up the joint. <laughs> or the neighbors saying, hey, what's going on over there? <laughs> I know it's two brothers and two friends. But this sounds like uh, like you should be uh, coming out to a wrestling team. You know, a professional wrestler. That's all. You know? And they'll be playing uh, Topeka Rock Band. We'll find out next week what it's actually called. Yeah, so they will be on the on the uh, podcast next week, and uh, they gave me one of their CDs. So we'll be talking to them. Uh, 
just finding out how they got started and how did a local band, they're the second to the last act. So they got quite a big following. Um, and it's just another thing that they, we here at the Double E Podcast, you know, anytime that we can help out musicians, athletes, um, comedians, anybody, and get their message out there, you know, we're, we're, we're really willing to do, definitely. So, man, um, we, we moved up the, the, the podcast uh, for the last couple of weeks. And this, the next week's podcast, we could probably have it back at its regular time. But we moved it up strictly because the NBA Finals. Boy, talking <laughs> about two teams that are going at it. Man, you listeners, you got to be watching this, man. It's, it's Le- LeBron at a level you haven't seen him before. And I've seen him at a lot of levels. Uh, Curry, these guys are going at it. Oh, man, it is un. Believable, uh, the the way that everybody is uh, jumping shit. I mean, game one, uh, Kyrie goes down. Everybody's on the the Golden State bandwagon. You know, possible sweep. They'll be lucky to win one game. And then after the third game, it was like everybody jumped to the other shit. Everybody Cavaliers, possible, you know, five games. They're going to take them, you know, and walk away four in a row. And then after game four, dude, I'm in the middle. Yeah, it'd be hard to say you know who. I mean, they're going at it. People are getting their money's worth. NBA is getting paid because it looks like these guys are going to go seven. Uh, Tonight's going to be very interesting, very interesting game. Oh, yeah. I am actually pulling for Golden State, um, not for any other reason, but uh, Riley Curry. I just love that little girl at the press conference. (laughs) That's the only reason. (laughs) And if they win, she shows up at the press conference. So, yeah. And I don't know if you've seen her uh, before the game, where she'll go, where Steph will go over to her. And she'll pound her chest, and I think they point up a couple of times, and then they kiss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she knows she's she knows the world is watching. Yeah, I don't want to say that she knows yes, she's popular, yes, yes. but she knows how to be an entertainer. She knows the limelight is on her, mm-hmm. and and she's definitely making the most of it, man. So that's why I'm pulling for Golden State, just so I can see more of Riley Curry. Yeah, that is that is totally the only the only reason. Yeah, and then I wonder, man, when she gets older, is she gonna uh, tell everybody that that she's you know black? You know, <laughs> and I just say that just because of the uh, all the uproar over the. Cam Washington, NAACP president. Um, oh, God, I can't even think of her name right now. Uh, the white lady that um, for I don't know how long she's been claiming that she was black. And um, she actually went and got hair extensions. She got weaves. Rachel? Um <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, Rachel Dozell. I don't understand what the big fuss is. Okay, she says she identifies with being black. Okay, and uh, but some people say that she lies. Uh, it doesn't bother me as long as she can do her job, you know, and she ain't hurting anybody. I don't care what you put down. On your application. Yes. You yes. know? Heck, she's president of the NAACP in Spokane, Washington. And she put down black on her resume. And she still got the job. Okay? <laughs> so, you know, let her let her do As long as she's doing what she's supposed to be doing, it, yeah, it doesn't faze me one bit what wow. anybody put down on their job application as far as race or sex. Um. 
as long as your name and your social security number is right, mm-hmm. I guess that's all that matters. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But they said that she spent a lot of money on her weaves and her extensions. Is and that right? I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, she she went full boom. I guess tanning all the time or whatever. And then uh, her parents busted her out, who she don't even talk to anymore. And now they know she ain't going to talk to her. Okay? Not with all this hoopla. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah man. So, man, uh, what's what's new in your world, Eddie? Well, like I said, I was very uh, interested in, in getting uh, McMurray on here because, like I said, we've been doing a lot of basketball playing up at the Y. We uh, changed the date to June the 20th, the 3-on-3, and... You know, we're getting these flyers out and, you know, just ready to go. Um, and we got a lot of college kids back home. And uh, it's just, I mean, you know, it's just in the air. The the NBA finals and, you know, it's going to be hopefully a good weekend. And we're going to get out there and close that block off. And we're going to start going at it. Start going at it. And, you know, I just thought, like I said, with McMurray on there, you know, for our listeners, I mean, that should get them hyped up, especially the ones that are in the Topeka area. Well, I wouldn't even say Topeka area. I would just say, you know, overall. Yeah. yeah. Any you know, anybody that's that that's into basketball, they can go look look him up. Uh anybody that um you know, is going to the uh University of South Florida mm-hmm. that that may be listening. Um uh, in fact, man, the I I personally, man, want to thank all our listeners. Um this podcast is really taking off. Uh, the people in California really helped boost us. Uh, DJ Tsaw, uh, D3 of uh, Chrome to Your Dome Music, uh, J Ainge, uh, putting those three brothers on there has and and has really like upped the listening audience. So, with that being said, man, a lot of people will be able to hear Jamal McMurray um, next week. Um, bleed for the victim, or, or bleed the victim, I should say. Uh, we should have a real decent crowd. I mean, man, right now, man, we got the United States, Greece, Brazil, Pakistan, Canada, Germany, the Philippines, and Japan. As uh, listeners, and that was just last week alone. Wow! You know, um, I wow. mean, we still got people listening to D- DJ T songs. Um, I mean, we—I mean, they're—they're they're listening from podcast number five. You know, it's still getting hits. Uh, I mean, there's so many people. Uh, Mookie, Miss Shamrock, Touch. Or Sharmonic Char- Touch. I'm sorry, Miss Sharmonic Touch. Uh, YL, DJ Genot, uh, Matt Hayes, MPLS, RKS. Um, so, I mean, we're doing really, really good on this. Uh, after um, Bleed the Victim, um, we'll be going back to, the, to music uh, with Bleed the Victim. But then we also have Any Plus Ultra. They will be on as well. Um, I talked to the guy. He's ready, uh, willing, and able to do this. In the darkness comes the light. Doing dirt around the hood. Wasn't playing that game right. And we'll run at the moment. It kind of had me tight. Then realized I was better off without you in my life. Keep doing it. Just wanted to let you know. Yeah, he'll be on in two weeks, dude, and that cat's out of New York, but he's getting all his music, uh, I believe is produced in the UK so that's going to be real cool to figure you know to talk to him and see how 
the internet and how um, sites like SoundCloud is making this big, huge world into one neighborhood, you know, where I could get, the, you know, the UK to send me my beats. I can get a New York rapper to, to lay down a couple of tracks, you know, and then I can go to California to send it to California to get it edited and, you know, to do to do all that, man, it, it's incredible how how the internet is bringing all this stuff, you know, into your backyard, basically, man. That's exactly what it is, right into your backyard. Yes, it's helping out with this podcast as well. I mean, you know. Well, Ed, just think from our first podcast, we knew that things that was good were gonna come. But man, when I look at this and I look at all these. Uh, all these different countries, man. I'm like, okay, okay, you know. I, I thought we was going to do it big in the U.S., but when that started happening, <laughs> I'm loving that. Definitely, man. You know what? Uh, I would love to get, uh, I don't care what they do, musicians, uh, you know, ballers, whatever they do, uh, somebody from another country that we're getting. Mm-hmm. Germany, um somehow to get them on the podcast. Uh, I don't know what the international rate would be. You know, could we call them and uh, and then, you know, have them on or, or what? I don't know exactly, um, you know, the, the, the whole, oh, what do you say? How that's, how that's going to set up, you know. Well, I just, mean, just as well as they're interested in what we're doing, we are interested in what they're doing, too. So, yeah, that would be great. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I just don't want to get a huge-ass phone bill. Okay? <laughs> well, and I think most likely that's going to happen. <laughs> you know, because, like, DJ G-Not, he's out of Athens, Greece. You know? And and I would love to get him on there, man. And I would love to have his cat. You know? Hope he don't get mad that we're playing just a little sample of his stuff. You know? But but go to Sound... I don't want to get in trouble. You know? But uh, go on to, to SoundCloud. Check him out, man. I, and, and our podcast is just, you know, blowing up because of people like him. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, Haircut and the Beard. They're another, they're another podcast that listens to us, and I've exchanged stuff with them. Um, you know, I just I just think it, it, it's going to be really, really cool, man, once we can get rolling with some of the guests that, that we have planned. You know, we don't want to jinx ourselves, but, man, I cannot wait for NBA players, uh, people in the music industry, that had top 10 hits. We've reached out to them. Uh, one lady said yes, she would be on. We have a comedian who is uh, finishing up a tour, and then she's going to be on. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, dude, I just came across uh, the mayor of a central New Jersey town is barring non-residents from entering the community via a major highway. Okay? Belmar Mayor Matt Doherty announced the decision in a Twitter posted about 3 p.m. Sunday. He says traffic into the town from Route 35 is shut down immediately. Okay? (laughs) Because the Mammoth County community of about 6,000 people has wretched capacity. So nobody can go to that city now. No. So you can't get into this town. Okay. Uh, thousands of people came to Belmar on Sunday for the concluding day of the 29th Annual Seafood Festival or to hit local beaches. Now the mayor's saying that the city's so full, nobody else can come. So now you're standing outside the city. Oh, well, thank you. Now we're getting a phone call. <laughs> you're standing outside the city. Uh, 
And you can't get in because they, you know, two people leave, two people can come in. Hang on. Uh, welcome to the Double E Podcast. Who, who do we have here? Oh, it's uh, Dominique Davis. <laughs> so, Dominique, man, uh, thank you for calling the podcast. Uh, who do you got in tonight's game? Um, I'm going to have to really go with Cleveland, man. Um, I feel like... I feel like this is definitely going to go to seven, but I feel like Cleveland's going to take this one and uh, Golden State takes the next. So wait, so now you're going out on a limb and predicting visiting teams to win the next two games. Yes. So wait, so then in your world, the home team will not win another game at home. Um... I think Golden State will still win the series. I think they'll just win game seven at home. Oh, okay. Okay, so you were talking about Cleveland winning tonight, not the whole series. Not the whole series. Okay. I think um, the lack of Kyrie Irving to just keep up with the speed of Steph Curry is going to be something that, in the end, Cleveland cannot keep up with. All right, because I, I thought that you was going to have Cleveland winning the whole thing. I was like, okay. No, no. I think it'll just go Cleveland tonight um, and then two Golden State victories in a row. That's interesting how you're saying it. See, yeah, because I wouldn't have went that way. Now, I don't know if anybody has uh, been listening to previous podcasts, but we have had you on uh, podcast number one. I think number seven and maybe number three or four. Uh, I'm not for maybe. sure. Yeah, I know that the last time that we talked to you, you you were uh, just getting back from L.A. Yeah, uh, um, that's actually, I didn't realize that you guys were recording today. It's actually what I called you. Um, Hope Flood is coming to Wichita, Kansas. July 17th, 18th, and 19th. And July 18th, I will be part of the show. Right on. Right on. That's good news, man. Cool. Uh, yeah. When did you find huh? this out? What'd you say? When did you find this out? Right before I called you. <laughs> right. <laughs> this is July 18th. July 18th. I will be in Wichita, Kansas. Um, and then this morning I found out that August 1st I'll be at the Uptown Arts Bar in Kansas City um, doing a show showcasing the best young talent of Kansas City. Um, I have those tickets for sale. Cool. Well, dude, uh, uh, I don't know what day. What day is August 1st? I think it's a Friday. Huh. All right. Well, I'll buy some tickets. Okay. Um, yeah, but, but I'm going to tell you right now, I ain't buying no damn album or CD, okay? <laughs> you put an album or CD down there, me being your father, I better get it for free, okay? <laughs> See if I didn't make his daddy buy one, I'll be damned if I do, okay? Uh, uh, now... At what point did you get started in comedy? When did you realize, you know, I want to give this a shot? Um, well, I started doing comedy off of a dare from my ex. And then I did a couple more open mics in Topeka. And Steve Mosier offered me the opportunity to do a Toys for Tots charity event because he thought that I was uh, pretty good at it. Um, and after I did the charity event, um, somebody came up to me and said, you know, asking how often I'm here at the break room. Uh, I told them that I was there almost every month. Um, and they were saying that they wanted to come back specifically to see me. Um, so I decided, you know, well, maybe this is something that I could give an honest shot to. Um, the comedians in Topeka told me about the Lawrence shows. Uh, Lawrence Comics told me about Stanford and Sons. Um, and then since then, I've just 
every time that a comedian comes through Kansas City to do an open mic or any shows that I'm at, uh, I make sure to add them on Facebook, see where they're from. Uh, and if I'm ever in that area, I try to see if I can do another show with them. Um, which is you know, a really long way how I got to California to uh, take part in that convention. Um, but as soon as people were saying that they liked what I was doing and wanted to see me more, uh, it let me know that maybe this is something that I should you know, go all out for. All right. Uh, hold on a second if we could do this here. Uh, now... Um, I'm just stalling here real quick, trying to find this. Here we go. How are y'all doing tonight? Oh, Vicky, I gotta say thank you. She invited me to a Chinese wedding over the weekend, and uh, I didn't know you wasn't supposed to throw rice. They need the shit out of me. Bruce Lee's fifth cousin, twice removed. Just what about me? Eat that shit. <laughs> no, but uh, oh then I don't know if about it. The man that, uh, I seen it on YouTube. The whole time I was hearing that story, I was just sitting there just praying, just don't let him be black. Don't let him be black. Don't let him be black. <laughs> See, that didn't come wow. out as good. That was a long time ago, dude. That was back, published June 5th, 2012. Wow. 2012. Yeah. Uh, that was. Three, that was my third show. Period. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, now, when you first started doing stand up, uh, where did you get most of your material from? Uh, I just talked with you. Um, no, you stole it. You me stole and you it. You do jokes together. Is you kind of give me a premise, and then um, I just find my voice in that joke. We did a show in Junction City. He was opening for me, okay? He did 15, 20 minutes, okay? 10 minutes was me, okay? <laughs> he, he did all my good stuff, okay? <laughs> so he made, I had to redo the whole show in my head. Okay. In, in my defense, at the time that you asked me to go do 15 minutes on stage, I hadn't even done comedy for a full year, Okay. <laughs> Or <laughs> so maybe it was just a little bit older. Like I was still barely getting shows, barely finding open mics, and then you asked me to come do fifteen minutes when I knew I did not have fifteen minutes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so now, uh, what comics do you look up to? Um, right now, uh, I mean, obviously Kevin Hart. Um, he's doing a lot of things that have never been done before with comedy. Um, he just sold out um, the Philadelphia Eagles uh, stadium and did shows. Um, but besides that, uh, I still really do look up to uh, Sinbad, and I look up to um, Harry Spears for his ability to like talk about celebrities and be able to do those voices so well. Uh, that's something that I would like to be able to do at some point. Um, but uh, I used to look up to Cat Williams, um, Dave Chappelle, Richard Pryor, all the, I mean, all the rest of the, you know, greats at it, Mitch Hedberg, um, a long list. Have you ever got the blue light? Um, I've had one show like that. <laughs> And for anybody uh, that, that don't know, uh, the blue light in comedy, that's where everything is just flowing. And it's almost like it's almost like being in the zone in sports. Mm -hmm. Okay? You can actually think about other stuff while the show's going on. And 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 you're like an auto automatic pilot, but everything you say is slow. hitting. You know, and you could just go, "Wow, this is cool! I can make these people laugh right now." You know? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it it was crazy. Um, it's the only 
it was the only clean show where every comic there had to be clean. It's the only show I've ever done like that. Uh, we did it for um, high school students, uh, like the graduating class. Um, and they had taken a trip from Iowa down to Kansas City to go to Stanford and Sons for a show. Um, and at one point, I was on stage talking while I was thinking about when I was about to be paid. <laughs> <laughs> and that's exactly what I knew. I was like, it doesn't even matter what I say. These kids love everything I'm saying right now. So whatever joke comes to mind, we'll say it. But what am I about to get paid for this? Uh, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Definitely. Now, Jerry Steinfeld said this uh, earlier in the week. Okay, yeah. Rich or uh, Richard Chris Rock uh, validated his point. Okay, uh-huh. Jerry Steinfeld says he will never play a college campus. Okay, uh, and Chris Rock agreed. Okay, he says I don't play colleges, but I hear a lot of people tell me don't go near colleges. They're so PC, okay? Uh, he added that young people just use these words. That's that's racist. That's sexist. That's prejudice. And they don't know what they're talking about, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, Chris Rock, uh, like I said, uh, agreed with him, okay? Uh, he was saying that kids nowadays grow up in a more multicultural um environment so rock said that because of that kids the way kids are raised today you can't even mention race you can't say that black kid over there it's got to be the guy with the red shoes have you run into young people not um yeah not laughing or coming up to you after the show going Oh, you shouldn't have talked about that. That was kind of borderline. Uh, yeah. I had a joke. Um, I still say it every once in a while. I don't use it as often. Uh, but it was about um, dementia and how uh, I was going to Wichita for a birthday party, but it wasn't like she was going to remember, so I had her decorated. <laughs> and uh, somebody came up to me after the show. He was probably he was probably about the same age I am, and he was like, "I don't know uh, what made you think that that joke would be okay, because uh, my grandmother has dementia, and I would never say anything like that." And uh, my only response was, "You didn't say it. <laughs> um, I did." See, uh, did you tell him that your grandmother has dementia? Yeah. No, hey. I was like, no, dude, I, I understand what you're saying. My grandmother has dementia. And he was just, again, like, I don't see why he would ever say anything like that. Like, that's not okay. And I was like, no, it is okay. I promise you. It's not like they're going to remember the joke. Like, <laughs> I was like if, you're, if you're offended, just stop. Like, don't. If you're offended at a comedy show, um, I would wholeheartedly say, but that's your fault. Um, I'm not going to run my jokes by anybody for how PC they are. Um, because I feel like if I do that, then I might as well have, I might as well not come up with a single joke myself. If you're that worried about what could possibly come out of my mouth, don't, don't do the show. And it's not even just my mouth. It's anybody's mouth. Um, if you're afraid of not understanding completely what Larry the Cable Guy is going to say, don't go. Um, I feel like comedy is supposed to be like the last form of free speech, but they also don't want us to say specific things anymore. And um, I don't know, it's difficult. Um, like Donald Glover was the first comedy show that I'd ever seen uh, live. And he was at KU. And I watched him there, and then I got to watch his comedy special. And his comedy special was completely different. He was a, he 
went a lot further with things that made the joke a lot funnier, honestly. Um, because it was pushing those boundaries. And I feel like if you don't push those boundaries, it's not, I don't know, to me it's just not that funny. So you just stay in the same, I'm not going to say anything to offend anybody. You're probably not coming up with something as funny as it could be. I took it when I did stand up as telling the truth, exposing a injustice or exposing a problem, but putting it into a humorous form, mm -hmm. okay? So that people would be more easily to accept it, okay? Yeah. Um, and that was the way that I took it. Um, I had a guy, Pat Paulson, uh, told me that he says, never be ashamed of what you, what you do, you know, up on stage. He says, say, uh, uh, say what you feel. He said, but number three or whatever, make sure people are there to see you. You know, yeah. and if they're there to see you, what well, you know, you're you're educating people in a way of of taking these stuff that that's taboo or borderline offensive, and then putting a twist on it. And, yeah. and that's 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 all it is. And no matter what profession you're in. There's always going to be somebody that's not happy. And, you know, you're not there to please everybody. You're there to please your crowd, the people yeah. that came to see you. Yeah. 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 Whether um, you're rapping, uh, you know, and, and you want to use the N-word in your song, you know, that's, that's on you. Those people don't have to buy your music. Uh, whether you're doing stand-up and you want to be this way. Uh, whether you're a coach. And you want to be this way, you know. You want to play these players, right? Right. I forgot who it was that was a entertainer, and it, they talked about their father being brutally honest. And they said they didn't make the basketball team, and they came home, and the dad said, "Well, he goes, I didn't make the team." And the father said, you know why you didn't make the team? And he said, why? He said, because the coach wanted to win. He said, <laughs> <laughs> he said that was the, the coach. I mean, that's his father being totally honest, dude. He said, yeah. you, you know, get better and you'll make the team, okay? Yeah. It ain't a popularity yeah. contest, okay? Yeah. Uh, I, I, and, I mean, that's, I agree with you, though. Like, um, I, make a, I make a lot of jokes about being black and white in America and in the Midwest. Now, are you? You you are I, mixed. You are, you are officially mixed because I don't want a camera crew to catch you on the street and ask <laughs> you. <laughs> and yeah, no, you, you're my dad. Um, <laughs> and then you got to uh, hit him with, I don't understand. That white woman was darker than me, you know. Uh, but, <laughs> no, I make a lot of jokes about being black and white. And, um, those some people find maybe I'm going too far with making black and white jokes. Some people have told me I don't go far enough. Um, it's impossible for everybody, every single person to laugh at the same thing. It's impossible. And if it's funny to you, it will be funny to other people. Now maybe you have to tweak it a little bit uh, and make it funnier to a bigger group of people, but as long as it's still funny to you, it will portray that it's funny on stage. That, that, that's if you true. don't like the joke, it won't work. It doesn't matter. Cool. Now, if you would like to see Dominique, you could go on YouTube and look at some really old stuff. Okay. <laughs> nice old stuff. Uh, or or you could go to Wichita on July 18th where he'll be opening for Hope Flood, which I'm going to go ahead and say, you told me that she will do the podcast. 
So we just need to hook up with her to get her uh, on yeah, the podcast. She, she did say she was interested. You guys just got to talk about some things. Um, I do want to say that I hope that Hope Flood does get well soon. Um, she did go into emergency major surgery, so my thoughts and prayers are with her. Um, no details have been released besides that. Wow. Um, so, but yeah. the, so, so huh? this, okay, well then, yeah, keep us updated. Okay. Yeah, no, I'll definitely keep you updated. Yeah. Um, I believe it happened last night. Okay. Um, but, yeah, no, my thoughts and prayers are with her. Uh, I hope so, that she can make a speedy recovery. And then August 1st, you will yeah. be where? At the Uptown Arts Bar in Kansas City. Um, it's Kansas City, Missouri. It'll be me um, alongside Zach Huber, Wu G. Ray, Jim Myers, and Jake Redpath. Um, and I have those tickets um, with me, so the next time I see you, I can bring you yours. Uh, but go to my Facebook, go to my Twitter, go to my Instagram. Uh, my Twitter and Instagram are both at Dom Davis Comedy. Um, you can get a hold of me there if you do want tickets. Um, you can get a hold of my Facebook, uh, Dominique Davis, and get some tickets. Um, there is a very limited number, so you know if you want to see the show, you got to get these tickets as soon as possible. Cool. See, now, anybody else that's been on our show uh, in the past can just uh, hit us up with a text or call in like Dominique did, who didn't know we were even taping right now. Uh, Jay Ainge, DJ T-Shaw, D3, uh, The Showstopper, uh, Vicky, Terry, uh, Russell, Golly, I don't even know all the people that we done had on here. Um, so, yeah, just give us a call during the podcast. Hit me up with a text anytime. We'd love to have you back, D3. I told you that I will bring you back because you wanted to do more. Um, so, yeah, um, we're almost out of time. We most definitely want to catch uh, Mike Babb when he's in town. You know, we enjoyed having him, Texas Slim. Yeah, you might have with you. Uh, like to see your boys, you know. Uh, good luck to them. And uh, yeah, you know, you guys, uh, uh, podcast listeners, we are just as interested in you guys as you are as, as us. So yes. keep listening and keep it going. Yeah, shoot us an email double d o u b l e e seven eight five at gmail dot com. Man, we'd love to have you uh, just to get your feedback on the show. Love to have you on the show. Hell. Um, you know, you you make us. Okay? Um, we're going to go out with um, Bleed for the Victim. I have no idea what the name of this one is. But we will find out next week. So... On behalf of Ed and Eddie, it's a double E podcast saying, we out of here, ABC.
Sorry. <laughs>